March 12, 2015, we started out as pretty normal business day. I was driving into the office, and thank goodness I wasn't on the road that day. But as I was driving in, I was thinking about a lot of things, and I got to work, and had a couple of coffee, and talked with a couple of coworkers, and, and then I went to my office and began working on a couple of projects. And it was about mid-morning, uh, things were going fine, but all of a sudden I had an extreme headache. Suddenly my eyes uh, were, were terribly crossed, I had double vision. So I had so bad that I actually had to hold one hand over my eye to be able to dial the phone so I could call my wife Pat and have her come down and pick me up. I said, I gotta get to the eye doctor, I think I'm having some sort of vision issue. Well, we drove up to the eye doctor's office and by the time we got there, things were pretty well cleared up. Explained to the doctor what, what some of the symptoms were, and he said, Well, it sounds like uh, it's not a vision problem as much as it is uh, you may have had a TIA, which is a mild stroke. And he said, I recommend that you get with your family physician as quickly as possible. So we made an appointment, but we decided that we'd take some time to, to go home and, and have some lunch. And um, we went back home, and Logan, our grandson, was home from college, and um, we were at, Logan and I were sitting there having some lunch and boy, all of a sudden I had this, this extreme pain again and my, my eyes went across, I had this terrible double vision and that was, it was extreme and I told Pat, I said, I think I'm having a stroke. Well, without any hesitation, both she and Logan got me into the car and we sped off to the hospital, which normally is about seven or eight minutes from our house in Bettendorf to the emergency room in, in Davenport. But I think Pat made it in record time. I'm sure she violated some traffic laws. <laughs> it was probably a good thing because she was seeing that I was fading fast. I, my whole right side was becoming numb and paralyzed. I, uh, I couldn't talk very well, and I was just slumped over in the seat. Well, we got to the hospital, and my daughter and her husband, Brent, were there. And, um, they helped, the four of them helped get me into a wheelchair, which was a pretty tough Thing. I was pretty much paralyzed at that point. Well, Pat rolled me into the doctor's office and, or the emergency room and said, he's, he's having a stroke, we gotta give him some help immediately. Um, the doctor started asking me questions, which was to no avail because everything I was trying to say, I, I could hear it in my head, but it was coming out all garbled. It was just the worst feeling. My whole right side was paralyzed and, and I felt um, totally helpless. I, I felt like I was a captive it was the worst feeling. Um, so they, they ended up doing an MRI and found out that I had a blood clot in my brain. And uh, the doctor recommended to, to my wife, Pat, he said, well, we've got a shot, it's called a TPA shot. Now he said, it's not 100%, um, there's some risks involved with this, but is that something you want to do? And uh, we decided, or she decided, <laughs> that we would go ahead and do that. And after the shot was given to me, I was laying there journey and waiting for the shot to take hold. And I had this absolutely amazing sense of calmness. I, I wasn't scared or I didn't fear anything at all. And I was, uh, I, I knew that God was there with me. Uh, kind of hard to describe, but it was funny. I, I know I was trying to say a prayer. I, I was trying to reach for my other hand and fold my hands across my chest, but it wasn't there. It was, it was, it was a horrible feeling. And as I was laying there, I started saying the prayer, I'm sure I was saying it out loud, it made sense in my head, but I'm sure the people around me were wondering what I was trying to communicate, it was just all garbled. 
But over the course of about the next 10 or 15 minutes, um, I started feeling some sense in, or some uh, feeling back in my leg and my arm. And <clears throat> they decided that they wanted to airlift me to Iowa City. So as the uh, uh, medic, uh, the flight medic was wheeling me out to the helipad and, and putting me on the helicopter, he said, how are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm doing okay. And it made sense. So I got to Iowa City, and um, I'm just really thankful that uh, I was in the ICU in there. And uh, I, I looked up about an hour after I'd been there, they ran some more tests, but then my, all my family was there, and that was such a wonderful feeling to see them on a little, little touch of heaven, have them all there. Well, the next couple of days, uh, I started to recover, and, and I'm feeling pretty good. Third day, uh, we were in a regular room, and Pat came down with a, a, her laptop, and it happened to be Sunday, and we were watching Hope Online. And uh, that was just so nice and so real to be able to hear it and, and experience it. And uh, I was listening to a gentleman in the room next to us. He had also had a stroke, and he was having just a difficult time trying to explain to his family what was going on. And they were asking questions, and I could hear the frustration in his voice. And all I could do was pray for him. And that was, that whole experience helped my faith grow so exponentially. I, I, I felt God was with me the entire time. Um, it's kind of like the, the mustard seed uh, story that Paul mentioned. Um, in Matthew 17, verse 20, um, Jesus said, even if you have faith of a mustard seed, which is the tiny seed, but grows into this magnificent shrub, he said, you can do anything, you can move mountains, anything is possible. And I really felt that way. I, um, I felt as though God had provided me with a miracle. And that miracle, I suppose some people can say, well, it's just modern medicine. And I would probably say that's probably right, but I believe God was involved with that too. It was an interesting experience as, as, as I look back on it. One of the things that um, I feel that this gave me was a second chance, a second chance to be a better husband, a better father, a better grandfather, a better friend to others. We decided then shortly after that that we would move to Des Moines so it could be closer to family and friends and to join the 